Welcome to In All Things. I'm Sierra, and I would love to welcome you into my living room to have real conversations with you about everything from forgiveness and personalities to community and discipleship. So let's imagine we're sitting on my couch and encouraging each other to seek Christ in all things. Hello, everybody, and welcome to In All Things. Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. That verse is from Luke 29, and it's Jesus speaking to his disciples. What does taking up our cross mean? To deny ourselves and follow Christ, what does that entail? I want to take today and consider this together. But before we dive into the topic, I kind of want to preface this whole thing and say that I am not an expert or perfect in this area. This is just something that God has been teaching me lately, so it's kind of fresh on my mind. And this is a topic that has a lot to do with Holy Spirit convicting us individually. There are some things in life that we are all held to the same convictions about as believers. For example, there will not be an instance where some of us are going to be convicting of idolizing something and some of us will not be convicted of idolizing something. That will not happen. As believers, if we are idolizing anything above Jesus Christ, every single believer will be convicted about that. But there are other areas in life where some of us may be convicted about certain music or movies or behavior or clothing uh, or churches or relationships, and other believers may not have the same convictions. And that is okay. I honestly believe that that is part of the beauty of the diversity of the body of Christ. So let's revisit that verse from Luke that I started with. Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. Jesus then continues and says, for whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will save it. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world and yet lose or forfeit their very self? As Christians, we are not only urged to live differently from the world, but essentially live completely opposite of the world. The thing is, is because we're humans, we will have to constantly fight against our fleshly desires in this lifetime. And that's what it means to deny ourselves. We are giving up our desires for the things of this world and following Christ instead. Well, you know me and my enjoyment of talking about controversial topics. So I want to use a current example that kind of made my mind think about this conversation, and that is Disney. Um, You may or may not be aware of some of the controversy surrounding Disney right now. They have basically made it publicly known that they have a transgender agenda, and they intend to make more than 50% of all future characters part of their gender diverse community. I want to be very clear in saying that I am not telling you to not watch Disney anymore or listen to their music. Again, that is a decision strictly between you and the Lord. What I want to chat about, though, are comments that I've seen from people who are making this decision. Uh, They are saddened and disappointed or even torn because they can't share Disney's magic with their kids. The nostalgic old classics or experiencing Disney World or blasting and dancing to the music. And I get it. Things that we loved in our childhood would be so fun to share with our kids. However, here's where we come back to the topic at hand. Whether it's Disney or not, again, this is just a current example, that is our flesh talking. 
And if we are torn between making a healthy decision for our kids or ourselves, raising them in biblical truth, or ignoring our convictions to share a little bit of sentimentality with them, we are not taking up our cross. We are not denying ourselves to follow Jesus. This can go for anything, not just Disney. And it doesn't only apply to decisions that we're making for our kids. Because what if we don't have kids? Or what if our children are asleep or away and we are choosing how to spend our time? It may be tempting to sit and watch a Disney classic or that newest romance movie that has some questionable scenes in it or blast some music with inappropriate lyrics while we're cleaning. Whatever it may be, we think that because it's just ourselves and we're adults, that we won't be affected by these things. Or if we are, it's not going to matter. We are so wrong in making that assumption and so unaware of how the things that we consume seep into our brain and slowly and subtly begin to change what we believe. The truth is, it is uncomfortable to be a follower of Christ. That is not a truth that is often verbalized. It's not always easy. It's not always fun. And we are often left out. But that's the way it's supposed to be for us. Are we denying ourselves when we are choosing to participate in something because it makes us feel good or is fun? It doesn't mean that things that make us feel good or are fun are always bad, but I challenge you to ask that question. Are we denying ourselves and following Christ? Now, sometimes the answer is, no, we're not denying ourselves. And yes, we still are following Christ. Like some people choose to get a massage every once in a while. That is something that feels good, but doesn't make it automatically wrong and make it automatically not following Christ. Not even a little bit. (laughs) A massage can reduce stress and it can be a good way to relax and it actually can heal your body in a lot of ways. However, if someone feels that they can't live without their regular massages or they are prioritizing self-care, which I've talked about before, over something more important and valuable, that can be a concern. So taking time to reflect on these things that we enjoy is really important to make sure that we're honoring Christ with our time and our money and our body. And again, a lot of this has to do with personal conviction. No one can tell you that you need to stop watching movies from Disney and stop supporting them. No one can tell you to quit talking about the Enneagram and relying on its definitions to define and understand you. No one can tell you to cut back on listening to music that is putting words and ideas into your mind. No one can tell you the best way to honor Christ with your body and how you eat or move. Only the Holy Spirit can do each of these things. But we do need to be open to the Holy Spirit's guidance in these areas. We need to seek out his leading and figure out if we are denying our flesh. It is a constant process of sanctification. We always want to strive to become more like Christ, and that all starts with taking up our cross and denying ourselves. In Titus 2, we are told, For the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions, and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present age while we await for the blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness and to purify for himself a people that are his very own, eager to do what is good. 
this is the process of sanctification that I mentioned and that I have talked about before. I have a whole episode on sanctification from last summer. We need to, as believers, say no to those worldly passions and instead live with self-control. And I love this part, while we wait for that blessed hope. And that blessed hope is when Jesus returns for us one day. One reason that I have noticed that we don't deny ourselves is because it often leads to being uninvited, not accepted, um, maybe even ridiculed or hated. And that's so hard because it can really hurt when those things happen and we can get lonely. We feel torn because we want to follow Jesus, but we also want that to always feel good. When we make difficult choices for ourselves or our family and they or we end up feeling hurt, that hurts us even more. And then we question our choices and feel very lonely. But Jesus tells us in the book of John, if the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. If you belong to the world, it would love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. That is why the world hates you. We will not fit in with this world, and we are not meant to. Jesus calls us to higher standards than what society has to offer us. And if we are disappointed and feel let down, and if we are disappointed and we feel let down because we can no longer watch or support something like Disney, Wow, we are so blind to the goodness that God has for us. If we think that the things of this world are the peak of our happiness and satisfaction, we are so far off base. We were given higher standards for our own good, and when we surrender our own desires to the Lord, we will understand why those ways are better for us. Paul says in Galatians, May I never boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, through which the world has been crucified to me, and I to the world. Making Jesus our sole focus is going to reverse our perspective on the things of this world. Think about that phrase, through Jesus, the world has been crucified to us. It no longer should hold any value for us as Christians. The sexual immorality, the partying, the entertainment are all crucified to us when we welcome Christ into our lives to change us. Paul actually sums up this perspective change in Acts 20, 24, and he says, However, I consider my life worth nothing to me. My only aim is to finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me, the task of testifying to the good news of God's grace. Let's clarify real quick about what Paul means when he says that his life is worth nothing to him. It doesn't mean that he is worthless as a person, and it doesn't mean that he doesn't bother taking care of himself. It doesn't insinuate that he doesn't enjoy his life. It means that living for his own enjoyment, seeking out pleasure, is not what his life's goal is. His goal is to live a life for Christ and to spread the gospel. Before we go, I just want to encourage everyone, again, to begin praying over some things in your life. Ask the Holy Spirit to convict you where you need convicting. And then remember to listen for His answer, because it is easy to pray that prayer and continue living as normal. But we need to be aware of where the Spirit is leading us to take up our own cross and follow Him. And Jesus says in the book of John 
The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. The sooner that we come to this realization in our lives, the more joy and contentment and abundant life we will have. And the easier it's going to be to take up our own cross to follow Christ. Have a wonderful day, everybody. I'm so glad you tuned in for today's conversation. I hope you are leaving uplifted in your walk with the Lord because that is my prayer for this podcast. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at In All Things Pod, and I would love it if you invited more friends into our conversations. You can also visit my website at inallthingspodcast.com. If this episode was encouraging to you, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite listening platform because it helps the algorithms and it allows In All Things to be accessible to more people. See you next time.